1: I'm Robbie Knox, and I'm the landlord of The Moon Underwater, a mystical place where guests create their dream pub. Welcome back to The Moon Underwater. In the first half, Finn Taylor was creating his dream pub, and we had the joy of Dan's pub quiz. Dan, it's time now for the answers.
2: Yes, we were doing uh, Fatherhood in honour of uh, Finn's stand-up show earlier this year. First question. What is the name of the father of these fictional children? Francis, Reese, Malcolm, Dewey and Jamie.
3: No idea. I'm going to go with um, Kevin. Okay.
1: Robbie, any idea? I think it's the show Malcolm in the Middle. It is. The actor is Brian Cranston. Yeah but I have no idea what the, his character's Julie, called. Of
3: course. Yeah.
1: Hal was his name.
2: Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. Brian Brian heard that.
3: That. I was thinking Von Trapp. And I thought, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Von Trapp. And then I thought, is that a footballer? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Trapp. So maybe yeah, I was several, several.
2: He's talking about doing a... A reboot with the well, not a reboot, but a sort of revisit of Malcolm in the Middle, Brian Cranston. Well, see no, where all the kids are.
3: There's that rumor that Breaking Bad was a sequel to Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it'd be great if you yeah. There
2: is a great sketch where he wakes up in bed with his wife from Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. And it's like he's had a dream and it was breaking uh, bad. Yeah, which good. he's done a sketch about, which is very funny, worth looking up. Yeah. And
1: no points for Brian No Carson.
2: points there, sorry. Uh who's the most recent player, footballer, to have played football for England to have also had a father who played for England, the first team, or not not under twenty ones or anything.
3: I know that there's that stat, uh the guy Ben Cohen, who won the Rugby World Cup in oh three, his uncle was part of the World Cup winning yes, team at Right George, back, George, George Cohen. Cohen. But I guess if they both played football for England, I don't think it's... It wouldn't be someone in Southgate's team, would it? Yeah, it is. He has
2: played under Gareth
3: Southgate, yes. Wow. I think. Uh, yes, no, he has. Yeah. Milner. No.
1: No, no. no I, I, I was going to say Sean Wright Phillips my best guess.
2: Not a bad guess. It's Alex Oxley chamberlain whose dad, Mark Chamberlain, was a winger for England in the oh. 80s. Oh, the Ox. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. No, so, uh, no points there then. Yeah. I think I saw him play for England about 85. I think that's the first thing I went to see. Do you want to know the others, father-sons? Sure. George Eastham and, and his son George from the 30s and 50s. Quite a tricky one. Uh, Brian and Nigel Clough. Both the Cloughs played right, for right. England. The one I thought you might go for is for Lampard. Is Lampard, yeah. Frank Lampard's dad got a couple mm. of caps. And... Um, yes ian wright and his stepson sean wright phillips so yeah okay. that's that one uh and finally can you name one of the two species in which the male gets pregnant and gives birth is it, is it praying mantis not far off i guess sort of no it's not no. it's not that bee, <laughs> <A> bee. <laughs> no seahorses and sea dragons
3: yeah. Seahorses. Oh, because there's that film Seahorse about a trans man who gives birth. Oh. oh. There you go. Uh
2: oh. they perform an elaborate courtship dance that can last for days before the female deposits her eggs in a male's baby pouch to be fertilised. And they can give birth to a thousand seahorses. Wow. A thousand.
1: You get some show out of that, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. Underwater pegging. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My friend Mark, when he went to university at the age of Where's 18... Where's his story going? <laughs> <laughs> he went swimming. Now, he, um, when we went to join uh, university, he was 18. He had thought for his entire life up to that point that seahorses were the size of actual horses. <laughs> Do you imagine how terrifying
3: your snorkeling at <laughs> one of those came up? Let alone sea monkeys. Oh, yeah. Wonderful. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, right uh, we have more drinks to pick for your pub now spirits we're on to now what's your yeah first what
3: did I say Campari um, Campari mm. love a Campari like a bitter like a bitter cocktail yeah um, what is a Campari is it, is it just its own thing it's a yeah. Italian uh, I want to say a Peritivo is that what yeah, they call it or aperitif? yeah um, it goes very well with orange hmm. it's, in a, it's in a Negroni Ah right. Um,
1: I really. Ha- I know
3: what it tastes like. I remember. It. I don't know whether it's a,
1: a, a type of a genre have, of we You can have it, it with standard. tonic. We
3: had. We were just in France. My um, father-in-law's laws 70s We had a lot of Campari and tonics It was a very nice, refreshing drink. Don't really have a funny story attached to it. Just. uh just, <laughs> I also look I also just. I also just really like the marketing. Um, that kind of Art Deco. Mm, yeah. You know, mid or mid-century. Again. When men were men, makes me feel very, makes me feel safe. I'm drinking a, a red cocktail. <laughs> yeah, on your Vespa, on my Vespa, makes me feel safe.
2: <laughs> I've I've just this year become very into Negronis. Yeah, so they're they're really good, aren't they? Very
3: nice. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they they pack quite a punch. If yes. you if you were to have a Zuba and then move to a Negroni, yeah. you'd be out. Yeah. I reckon you'd be done.
1: Campari apparently is. Twenty point five percent, twenty one percent, twenty four percent, twenty five percent, or twenty eight point five percent, depending on the country
3: where it's sold. Oh, I didn't know that.
1: So that could be worth checking out before you get stuck too heavily into them. A type of bitters. Yeah. yeah. Characterized by the dark red color. I've got a lovely quote about Campari. Do you want to hear it? No,
2: thank you. Uh, oh damn, Sorry, I shouldn't. This is by uh, Bruno Malavasi, a herbalist and master blender of Italian icons, iconic drinks, I guess. Mm. The recipe is so beautifully balanced that, upon removing even the last ingredient of the list, the whole liquid would fall apart. Well, that
1: is good, isn't it? That is good. I just want Campari. Nice, mm. So we got a can of Guinness. Yeah.
3: yeah. 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 Sorry about that. It's all right. Ball, ball I was home. thinking that's quite an expensive uh, <laughs> shopping list. If you've got to be ringing the bell every time, yeah. you come up with a drink. But we need to get, we need to get <laughs> yeah. purely to be going like yeah. Cristal yeah. and all yeah. this sort of stuff,
1: <laughs> as expensive as possible. That uh, as well. Yeah. That's, I'm, I'm impressed by your sudden decision to do research, Dan. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, okay. uh, That
2: wasn't research. I just knew that.
1: You knew it off yeah, the top yeah, of yeah, your mind. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah I just yeah. like wonderful. to like to memorise memorable quotes about Cabare. <laughs> <about Kampari. laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah.
1: Is it all all Italian aperitifs? Mainly Italian aperitifs. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Finn, what's your second spirit?
3: So I'm a big whiskey guy. Oh. And so. Is this, is this the one from your brand deal? You can chuck that. It's <laughs> not. It's not that. No. Um, obviously, they're great. <laughs> um, but actually, interestingly, that that company they they buy whiskey from uh, distilleries where like a batch doesn't fit in with their sort of legacy profile, what they call it. Right. Uh, and then they rebottle it and sell it as something else. Oh. Anyway, so my grandfather, my mum's Scottish. My grandfather, her dad was a uh, member of the Malt Whiskey Society and he uh, grew up in the Highlands. And when for my mum's 60th, we went on like a walking holiday in the Highlands and it was during Covid. And I wanted to go on a tour of the distillery that was nearest where my grandfather was uh, lived and but it was closed so what i did was i ordered a bottle of it and then it arrived and then i took it on the caledonian sleeper and drank it on the way up not the whole thing I just <laughs> just had a bit um and then had it had it with me uh because there were mad there were mad rules about drinking in scotland during lockdown right oh, there was like you couldn't drink inside your own home you couldn't drink like pubs could only they, no, no, they, they didn't even serve alcohol inside so if you're having a meal you couldn't drink during your meal oh right um, anyway I can't really remember what it was but it's um, it's called Tomatin 18 years old it's from near it's from near Inverness region uh, the 18 year old and it's uh, in, distilled in sherry casks and it is I
2: I read a bit about it what does the sherry cask what does so, it
3: mean that imbues so whiskeys whatever it is three ingredients just water and um uh, barley or whatever it is that's the thing and then it's flavoured with peat or it's not but it's stored in the barrel it's stored in for however many years is what imparts a lot of the flavour so you have if you're not a whiskey drinker you'll have sherried whiskies and then you'll have peaty whiskies and so the sherry whiskies you'll probably go hmm And the PT ones you're like, and the whole the whole tasting wheel of whiskey is like sweet, fruity, chocolate, oak. And then there's a whole section that I'm not making this up is called petrol. (laughs) There's like if you get the wheel up of whiskey like a proper official tasting notes, there's like fishing nets, petrol, burnt rubber tire like like there's a whole section that you can just really go down if you if you're <laughs> if you really want to take the roof of your mouth off um but i'm more into the sort of sherry side so they're, they're either stored in um they're normally stored in sherry casks or bourbon casks because in america every time you make uh, a batch of bourbon every cask has to be made fresh otherwise it's not legally called bourbon so they have all these spare bourbon casks that have been flavoured so scotland buys them off them and then stores its whiskey in okay them. and the same with sherry casks so there's in in spain so there's a whole trade of casks that distilleries buy to then store booze in to flavor it
1: how are you drinking your whiskey it's neat or with ne- water neat
3: yeah a couple of drops of water a pet of water okay to yeah have to flavor it depends. Uh, I think this one's quite high I think it's nearly cast it might even be cast strength so you want to water that down
1: right
3: yeah I've,
2: I've got the wheel up now there's some, there are oh, yeah, some yeah, really ones get there. to the sort of grey section yeah it's really uh, good there's, there's wax yep spent matches <laughs> <laughs> kippery those. weetabix gravy bonfires
3: <laughs> yeah
2: yeah kippery yeah that's a good one yeah coconut cream soda
1: yeah incredible Sounds like you're reading a set list from a band. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lovely.
3: There's, there's one that is just all kind of silic like burnt rubber and yeah. plastics and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I'm less into, less into that stuff. Okay.
1: I find it fascinating. I'd love to be... My family are all from Scotland. I'd love to be into whiskey. I've struggled with it. Robin Ince um, picked whiskey. Mm. And, he was on, and I tried watering down there. I found it a lot more palatable oh yeah definitely we'll
3: definitely water it down but also you're meant to you're meant to leave it in the glass a year a, uh, a minute in the glass for every year in the cask is the saying right. so if it's 18 years old you're meant to pour it and then leave it 20 minutes before actually drinking it because that then all the sort of like the kick will will dissipate and you can actually get the flavour which obviously no one ever does because when you want to drink whiskey yeah. you're you've normally just sort of I don't know been accused of murder or something something intense has happened so you, yeah. you're not going to leave it for 20 minutes <laughs> Hang on. You know, it's going to... Yeah, no. Oh. Uh, slow <laughs> no, down. down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and it's,
2: uh, it's pricey. 126 quid
3: for a bottle. Yeah, it's really yeah. nice, so It's my favourite uh, yeah. favorite dram. Yep. Um, yeah. But but I'm of into... the mystery
1: of why it hasn't popped up in the moon underwater today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, yeah, I, was, yeah. I was waiting
3: for the bell to Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. but um, no, I've got... I've, and I, I've, again, spent lockdown building up a sort of collection of... I just decided to get into it because yeah. i always liked it but didn't really know anything about it so i um, read some books watched a lot of youtube videos bought a lot yeah and um yeah and
2: has it enhanced your your tasting of whiskeys do you feel yeah like? i think i yeah. now
3: i can now sort of from it i'd be able to it's like wine i'd be able to sort of have a good guess at what part of scotland is probably oh wow Scot- scotland is in I c- I couldn't do that with Irish whiskies. That's you can tell thing.
1: me it's from space side and stuff like that. Yeah, that's a thing, isn't
3: it? Yeah, that's a whiskey thing. That's a part. That's a that's a whiskey region. Thank
1: you, Tomatin.
2: Yeah, I uh, I know from my mind from your incredible knowledge. Uh, also, does the best or it's just one best whiskey in the world at the uh, San Francisco World Spirits Champ- uh, Competition.
3: Yeah. Wow.
2: It's a thirty-six-year-old single malt that they do. They only release twelve hundred bottles of it a year. Yeah. It costs twelve hundred pounds per bottle. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um is that the bell yeah, so I hear. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Comes with a premium wooden box and a numbered certificate.
3: So I imagine if anyone wants to get you a gift, Finn, any of your fitness sales, Oh mate. Yeah, yeah. that would be ideal. Yeah. My granddad left quite a lot of my um mum and uncle's inheritance is whiskey bottles, is like bottles of whiskey that wow. are um, you know, that kind of they're from like the seventies. Yeah. And would fetch quite a lot of money now. Cause he was a proper whiskey drinker, yeah.
1: Does it remain is, it, is there a risk of it going off or does it remain good forever whiskey? I think
3: I think it pretty much remains good forever because it's so strong. Yeah. yeah. I mean you get bottles of wine that are you know, eighty years old and yeah. they're yeah. still yeah. And it's not corked whiskey, so you've got no problem with that.
1: Yeah. Fascinating. I'm kind of a bit like that with gin. I did a
3: similar sort of thing I got lots of different you're gins. into gin into gins yeah that's a new thing isn't it
1: well the g- popularity of gin is but not for me i I've I've been there you early. Were in early you were an early gin sell. <laughs> yeah <I'm> yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah but and then i I went through that sort of torn thing in my mind of whether I'm like am I like oh all these people now right. go about gin yeah. or am I happy because there's now I've loads got, of really good gin I've got
3: people to talk to yeah um yeah, you'd almost say there's a craft gin yeah. movement emerging, yeah. wouldn't you?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. Are
3: you making your own gin?
1: I'm not making my own gin. I've made my own beer.
3: Making your own whiskey's is illegal, do you know that? You need to get a licence yeah. from, from the Queen or King. That's going very tough to do these days. Yeah.
1: Dan, Do you have a suggestion from a listener?
2: Yeah, so in in every one of these chats, Finn, um, a listener sends in a suggestion for your pub. Right. um, And you listen to their suggestion, and then you can either accept it as part of your dream pub or you can reject it. Yeah, all right. And, you know, it's up to you. don't, Don't feel any pressure. Let's listen to what Cal has suggested for your pub.
3: Okay. Hey, this is Cal from Liverpool. And I think your pub and every pub should include a map of that pub. Just because I'm thinking of when you're in Weatherspoons and you're walking up three flights of stairs just to try and find the toilets, and um, could be useful for finding the smoking areas, the exits, anything like that. Love the show, thanks. A map,
1: a map. Do you, want to, do you want a map do you in want your pub? Map?
3: No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: is it is it a big issue for people finding their way around the pub? I mean, I think it's just as easy to look. I for think the that's
3: more of a in sort of indictment on, on his ability to hold his drink that he can't find the toilets in a pub yeah um, no I've never th- I've never gone to a pub and, th- and thought I needed, needed a map I mean it's not it's not Disneyland is it no
1: is it? I don't know whether he's talking like on the walls like a sort of big like like an ancient map of, yeah, <laughs> of like the like pub yeah like a
2: scroll or a flyer as you walk in
1: yeah I, I can't say it's ever been a big issue for me Really. Occasionally you don't know where the toilets are and you walk into the kitchen and they just say, get out. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah.
3: That. yeah. I mean, normally what I don't like is when they try and give the door signs on toilets, like fun, mm. you know. Yeah. Oh, you need the toilet. One door's a picture of a sparrow. The other one's yeah. a mole. You're like, well, <laughs> yeah, the yeah, what yes, am I? Yeah, you know, I yeah. don't like that. But I wouldn't say that getting to the doors has ever been a problem. I think what maybe Cal has missed is that quite a lot of pubs have signs <laughs> yeah. for the toilets and I've yeah. never found the signs to be a problem. I've never thought, I need cartography to I
1: don't find the pubs I go to to be so huge. No,
3: need to- they're normally one r- room <laughs> and then there's a door in the corner which I always assume, correctly I might add, is the toilet. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay, Cal. Well, It'd be great
2: if there was a job as a pub cartographer. That, yeah. 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 Oh, I'd love to do
3: that. That would be yeah.
1: great. Yeah, well, I think we're saying rejected, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, Fabulous. Now on to the pub jukebox, and you get to pick either a CD or mini disc to put in the jukebox. What are you going to select?
3: Well, it's not an album, but I would like to play the entirety of the fourth day's play <laughs> on TMS... From Headingley 2019, oh. The Ashes Test. Okay. I'll so that's, that's seven hours of Jonathan Agnew, okay. Ishigua Etal, et al commentating on Ben Stokes single handedly.
1: And is this is this g- going to be on the CD? Is it going to be divided up into sections people play, or is it one no, song one, track? If, if you hit, so if you it hit in that that track, 10 pence, that's, it that's
2: the rest of the day. The lunchtime chat that Fantastic. Ag has had with.
1: Stephen Fry, yeah, was whoever it that's yeah. in there. Yeah. So talk, talk oh. me through what what this is, Dan, as someone who's not a cricket. Oh, it was one of the greatest cricket days.
3: I of think all it was time. probably the happiest day of my life. Yeah, it was was unbelievable. I was driving back from a friend's wedding, and I'd said I would give uh, my wife's friend a lift. They could sit in the back as long as I could have the Test Match Special on. And basically, England were in a very precarious position, uh, having been in a good position, which is kind of the story of the England cricket team. And if they lost the test, they would have lost the series. And basically, single-handedly, Ben Stokes uh, performs this act of escapology that unfolds over the course of the day. Uh, and I think they still were still was it seventy odd runs yeah, behind when Jack like... Leach, who who might as well have been a dentist, yeah. <laughs> that, that's the great thing about cricket is that at, in every point there is a non-specialist having to perform a different yeah. task and the only equivalent in football is when uh, a goalkeeper gets sent off and someone has to go in goal yeah. and then saves a penalty one of the like,
2: great lost things of football because we have, we have reserved exactly. goalies now that's the only great.
3: equivalent yeah. like that I can think of Where like the sort of explosion of surprise happens when they're actually proven to be capable. So um, So did he get
2: one run off about fifty balls? Yeah, he got one not out, uh, and he's just standing standing there constantly taking his glasses off and cleaning them, yeah, winding his glasses hero.
3: But anyway, the whole day just kind of unfolds and I listened back to the entire day during lockdown because uh, oh, very bored. They played it, do. they played it on BBC Five Live one of the days. I lay in the grass just listening to the whole thing. And I thought I would love to be doing this in a pub now. Uh, but 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 if you started if you played the jukebox, if you press play as the as the pub opened at what, eleven AM, then it would just sort of be bubbling up mm. and everyone would be having their kind of, you know, quiet pint and oh they're knocking it about, they're sort of chipping away at the total, they're still probably not going to win. And then just the drama starts to, you know, by four o'clock, it would be fucking rowdy. Yeah. The pub would be going bananas. People are ringing their friends going, are ringing, playing it, get down. They're playing <laughs> it, get down, they're playing it. Joffa's just got out. How <laughs> are they going to do Yeah, exactly. And so, and then it would all be over by 6pm, which is probably, idea- I'm much more of a day drinker now than yeah. I am yeah. evening. I think so. that sounds
1: amazing. I'm yeah. not, I'm not a... But I'm, also radio,
3: radio commentary on, especially cricket, is just much better than I actually am watching it on TV like I have a Sky subscription I've been watching The Ashes but I am I always wish I could watch it with the BBC yeah. TMS commentary because it's so much more evocative I
1: like mm. that yeah whereas I find football I can't watch on the radio I find it too I just find you I don't understand what's watch happening it the yeah. watching the radio don't yeah. yeah. listen to it on the radio yeah. um, because I find, it,
3: I find it too frustrating because I don't know where the ball is yeah the worst is tennis. Tennis is literally impossible to yeah. listen to. Yeah. Because it's just, they, they, they have to be quiet. Yeah. So they're going, blah, blah. and you can just hear the squeaks and the noise, and you're like, you're already three shots behind, <laughs> yeah, surely, and you have no idea. Yeah, they they sort of describe the point afterwards, pretty much. Yeah, so it's it a just load of noise and then a description yeah. of what happened. Yeah. It just doesn't work, yeah. I, I think, mean, cricket's I think, impenetrable because of all the stupid names for the fielders, yeah. so they'll, they will just name it all. And that will lose everyone who doesn't really know what's going on because they'll go around and he's got a long leg, a short leg, a deep point, a cover mid, mid-on, mid-off, mid-wicket or whatever. And you'd be going, oh, I don't know what the fuck's going on. But to me, that paints a picture of where the fielders are and then. Yeah. Wonderful. So,
1: that's an absolutely fabulous choice. I, and uh, that's from a non-cricket fan. I, w-
2: I will just give my quick memory of that day, which yeah. is my mum and dad's something like their 50th or, 50th or 60th anniversary. And we'd been out for lunch and we'd gone to stay at a big country house for the weekend. hmm and everyone sort of disappeared. There was a little indoor swimming pool and stuff. And I brought my laptop specifically for the, for that. Yeah. And I didn't bring the charger and it ran oh, out. Oh, God. So I was just listening. But it was great because I was yeah. just listening to TMS. Yeah. And it was, I still just get... Yeah, just just ting Whenever I hear that Agnew's
3: commentary... Yeah. Of, like, it's six or it's out. Yeah, it's yeah. six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I remember being in the park. We'd like, we'd driven home. I'd watched a bit of it on the TV. And then we were like, oh, it's a nice day. Let's go to the park and just kind of lie off, mm. lie, sleep off our hangover or whatever. I was in the park, lying down, listening to the end of it. And then as soon as Stokes hits the winning runs, the entire park just explodes oh, and really? cheering. That's and my brilliant. wife and a friend like, what's going on? And I was like, everyone's <laughs> listening to the. Yeah. It was amazing. Oh,
1: it's incredible. Great day. Fabulous. Now we get to go back. Uh, and relive a drink for your past in a drink in time. My first post-divorce pint. The gin I had in Hull. My nan's homemade buckfast. The rum I drank with Liz Hurley. The lager I stole from the pigeon detectives. So I think what happens here is that the moon underwater will not just make drinks appear, not just let you choose what you have, it will transport you back through the very fabric of time mm-hmm. to relive a drink you once had in the past. Ideally, not the one in the park watching... <laughs> no,
3: <the City laughs> yeah. Or,
1: ...or it'd be a, sh- a short period. Uh,
3: well, this could be from any number of specific occasions, but the general theme is train beers on the way to a stag do. There is nothing better, nor does the stag do ever, p- like, top the initial... <laughs> For one or two cans on the way to the stag do, with everyone kind of giddy, yeah. having got off work at Friday lunchtime, everyone—the sort of the weekend—so so pregnant with possibility, before the inevitable, you know, <laughs> sort of marriage-ending escapades yeah. that happen, yeah. and all the kind of grim stories. um All the in jokes are just starting to be formed. You know, you're, you're being those people on a train, but you don't care. You know that kind of thing. thinking about this one particular my friend Ash's stag do in in Bristol we all went we all went on the train can't really remember what happened on the train just being remember the actual stag do involved us staying in bunk beds in a cheap hostel and my mate Henry wetting himself during the night and it dripping through (laughs) onto my mate Sam's head and then us being like chronically like critically hungover going paintballing and us just hiding in the bushes (laughs) And the whole weekend never really topped that initial train journey yeah. of excitement.
1: Yeah, um, I, think that's, I think that's a great choice. How do you feel about pints
3: in an airport departure? I love merge? airport pints. Again, the last few times I've been to an airport have been with my young family, and I wish I could have an, an airport, airport pint, but it's um, no, not been possible. Yeah,
1: I think that's I think that's a great great yeah. answer. Are you are you buying the beers before you get on the train or are you picking up ones from the little buffet car?
3: Oh no, at, at the shop at the station.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever found very a train nice. drink, Dan?
2: Yeah, well, whenever I think of it, I think of the time you and a few friends took me to uh Paris my fortieth. Oh yeah. And we had train beers on the Eurostar. Mm, lovely. Yeah. It was very nice. Oh, and champagne, I think actually. That doesn't sound right, but I believe you. Did we? I don't know. Maybe it was just beers. You gave me Maybe. a couple of beers in a shoebox along with
1: my ticket. Yeah, we didn't pass for Dan's, for Dan's 40th. His wife got in touch with me and said, look, I don't really want to organize a party. Can you guys take him away for the weekend? Mm. So, now I have no interest in celebrating his birthday. <laughs> yeah. What I was interested in was the precedent it set uh, there. Because I was I'm the oldest in the group. So, so then going forward, uh, we're like, yeah, yeah. well... Dan's wife was kind of a cool wife. She Yeah, sort of to do this, <laughs> very clever. It's not a problem if that's if you're if you're not that's yeah, your yeah. wife. So they yeah. it's an
3: unplayable hand for them. No, it is. That's yeah. that's a real googly. Well done. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So very so good. so very good.
1: And and we sort of just tormented you basically for a few weeks beforehand with like clues that something was going to happen to you. Mm. And the, well, I yeah, haven't... I
2: didn't see them until I got literally got on the Eurostar. You... I didn't even know who it was doing it. So had you been told to bring your Passport? Uh, no, they got my passport from my oh, wow, Passport was delivered. Box was delivered to, to his tomorrow. work.
1: Yeah, at like three thirty PM. Oh, that's so exciting! Uh, saying, "Do not open this box. Leave and leave to- work within the next thirty minutes and get the Hammersmith from the City Line North." Yeah. Uh, so, do that. And then you can open the box. And inside the box, all it was was mm-hmm. a, a, pint of bit, uh, a bottle of beer, yeah, two, two bottles of beer, of beer. Or two cans of beer, whatever, Some crisps, or what the crisps. Yeah, that's thoughtful uh his passport and a one-way train ticket to paris mm. now that was a real leap of faith because that could have also been an amazing practical joke <laughs> if we yeah. if he's going to arrive in paris at 11 o'clock at night with nowhere <laughs> getting home yeah. nowhere to stay that's amazing and we, yeah. we let him get on the train himself but, oh, we wow. just went to we went to the little actually we did get the champagne so bar you, of knew, there. you knew his seat number yeah so we were yeah. all sat together but we'd only given him his ticket mm. So we could see from the bar above him arriving. We waited until we swim, get on the train before we went down. This is before Brexit times when you had to get there four hours beforehand to yeah, get on the yeah, yeah. Eurostar. And and yeah, and, and and eventually joined you on the train. So yeah, think? so one I think of train beers definitely. Yeah.
2: You know, in
3: Sweden, their their stag tradition is they they kidnap you. Oh, they actually really? bundle you into the back of a van, and it's quite aggressive. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So you, do
1: you know when it's coming? Or?
3: No, no, you don't know when. You don't even know when it's coming. This is this is like if you're doing it traditionally. I happens. knew, yeah, knew someone who's um, Swedish lives over here, and uh, he was going back for a stag do, and he was like, "Well, the good thing is, is that I've booked a flight, so I know that probably what will happen is when I leave the airport." I'll just be mauled into a car, and that'll be the start. Like m- normally, Swedish people, you never know when it's coming, and that's the scariest bit. And he was just saying this normally, just for I was weeks, like, before, four years, just looking is, over mate, your shoulder. This is horrendous. <laughs> just yeah. getting married.
1: How do you know if you're just being bundled into a car by a <laughs> Well, it's a great
3: time to yeah. kidnap someone. Is if they, you hear yeah. they're getting married,
1: you look through the wedding announcements. Yeah, yeah, in the paper. <laughs> <I just> got, <laughs> here, we right, here we go. Here we go. So He's got great, some money. Um,
2: great premise for a movie, actually. Shotgun. Sure yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, not I'm, not, I'm not the <laughs> right
1: movie wonderful okay so um, I, uh, Finn's drinking time is a generic stag do train beer Yeah, I think a, a wonderful selection again now it's time to find out Dream's pub companion but that is only for the wealthy individuals who have purchased the Moon Underwater Patreon if you want to find out you can subscribe at moonunderpod.com and for the rest of you we'll be back after this brief break Welcome back to the non-Patreon people. Uh, you a surprising answer from Finn. That
3: I didn't even know that was coming out on my face myself, I, I will I did, admit that. I
2: did think it looked slightly improvised. At that I point. hadn't, yeah. I'd
3: forgotten that question. Yeah. But I, st- I stand by my answer. I, yeah. uh, in talking it through, I think that would be really, I'd love to have, I'd love to have a pint with that person. Yeah. A don't want to give away your business model.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you are barred. It's time now to find out who you would bar from the from the pub. Or oh, what, sorry, you would bar from the pub. You can pick something that is never allowed in your moon
3: underwater, other than maps. You know politicians, when there's like a visiting dignitary, they'll have a photo opportunity yeah. at a pub yeah. pulling a pint. Or even during election campaign. Yeah. I would bar that Yeah, at, from ever happening. Okay. You're not allowed in. But um, because my... Um, so one of my local... It's not It wasn't in my village, but it was on the way in between Andrew and Whitney, near where I grew up, when Xi Jinping came over. Because uh, Cameron, David Cameron was from the village, or I think maybe he was the MP for the village along from mine when I grew up. He took Xi Jinping to this pub called The Boot to celebrate, I think, the um, massive Ch- Chinese pig jizz deal. You know, there was this deal... <laughs> It's this deal where Ch- Britain was paying top oh, yeah. top price for Chinese pig semen, or the other way, maybe well, the other that way wasn't around. They were pouring a pint off. No, it wasn't. No. They weren't drinking pig juice. It wasn't yeah. some <laughs> eaten ritual. But um, I mean, it is. Oh, but I'm it sure it is, but that, that's yeah. not what they were doing. Yeah. But um, yeah, and there's this sort of mad photo opportunity, to of like this pub that I used to go to when I was sort of seventeen, eighteen, of of just Xi Jinping there with the pint of ale, and then all these kind of old boys in leather vests and flat caps in the background. <laughs> know, They've never even seen, like, a Chinese person, let alone Xi Jinping, the leader of the Communist Party in their pub. The first one they've seen. Yeah, the first one they've seen is the Communist Party leader. And, uh, yeah, I just... I hate all that kind of... Um, you know, it's always... whoever It's always Farage, isn't it, going, yeah. like, yeah. I'm a man of the pit just pulling a pint of ale, and they never, they never drink it. I just... Ooh. I just yeah. Get out of the pub. All that not yeah. happening here.
1: If they're pouring it and then immediately doubting it... Yeah, then then another one. Special yeah. dispensation. those it's um photos improvised photo things are quite weird ellis platinum was a youtuber i know he said he he was out in i think in eastern europe somewhere fairly recently mm-hmm. and he went into a bakery to go and buy some kind of morning baked good and he was just woke up he's a bit tired of this and he'd ordered this and then loads of some security went. you can't be in here what are you doing here and he said i'm just ordering, ordering a pastry they said you need to get out and it's all like at Nicolas Sarkozy walking in, and he's like, and he's just, he was a little bit hungover. Goes, yeah. What is, what is going on here? And then he basically, he said, he said you need to go. He goes, but I've, I've already paid. Yeah, or oh, something. <laughs> and it basically just ruined the photo. So they eventually just took away Sarkozy instead of so this So he didn't get to do his fellowship thing because Edis was having a pastry transaction. A pastry. Yeah. So you quite never right. know when anyone's going to quite pay. right. Rightly so. Yeah. Drink up, please. It's time. right Finn. before we name your pub what have you got coming up for people who've enjoyed this i think you're becoming Finn cells
3: themselves what have i got coming up i will be going out on tour again in 2024 what year is it I suddenly it's 23, it's 23 now 23. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so so we'll be going out on tour again in 24 that will be on sale in the autumn but they can follow me on youtube and instagram and all those places to see what i'm doing
1: yeah then what are you going to name your pub
3: well, I was thinking about this. I was thinking, do I go with a sort of, do I do a kind of Turk's head, but update it, make it quite spicy? And I thought, man, nah, I don't want to put people off. And then I was thinking about the ordering system that has, has changed in pubs since COVID. And I'm going to call the pub the click and collect. That's <laughs> because nice. I like table service, but it really fucks you up. Because I only really know how much I've drunk when I stand up, yeah when it's...
1: i'm
3: when I'm in the zone and it's like pints are going down and we're all chatting, laughing, I've got this glow that doesn't I don't really know how pissed I am, and then I stand up and I go, "Oh oh no, I should have stopped two drinks ago i can't you know can't get home, so what I am proposing is rather than having table service, you order from your phone, but then you have to go and pick it up from the bar brilliant. Because then you're getting a sense of how much you're drinking. I also like going to the bar. Mm. I like being at the bar, um, but I hate queuing. Yeah, when it's like 10 deep, I don't like that. So the click and collect.
1: I love that. I think that's, that's great. a fabulous thing. It's a bit like getting your interval drink at the theatre,
3: isn't it? Totally. Yeah. yeah. Total yeah. same principle. That's yeah. a really nice idea. Perhaps you could. I, don't,
2: I mean, pubs should definitely be doing that. I think.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I think so because i think i think so it's just certainly sense. certainly after certainly covid the first um when when pubs were open the, after whatever it was like the third lockdown me and my mates were like all right well we were obviously booking a pub crawl on that day around south mm. london and we were just being given pints at every place and we got so <laughs> I was so pissed that the next day I had to get my sister around to walk the dog for me. That was how bad I was. Oh, wow. We got into a fight about the death of Prince Philip. I ended up calling my mate six-month-old a <laughs> like Like, it was just... And I absolutely disgraced myself. And I think one of the chief problems was that I was <laughs> not standing up to kind of just check in on myself yeah. and yeah. Walk, to the to- like walk to the bar to just get a sense of how woozy I was.
1: It's, it's, it gives you that feeling like when, you've, when you go out of a cinema in the day...
3: And suddenly yeah, you realize, suddenly you're like, oh, oh I'm unemployed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I should get a job. Yeah. yeah, it's that thing. So no, but I think click and collect. Just little, little get your steps in to the bar, but mm. order it, order it on your phone so yeah. you're not queuing. Brilliant, love that.
1: Dan, what's in Finn's
2: pub? In Finn's pub, is draft choices were Guinness and Doom Bar. Fine mm. choices. Bottle choices: the bread and butter white wine, mm. delicious. And a can of how are we pronounce it Zubra, Zubra, yeah, Zubra, strong Polish lager. Uh, Spirit choices: Campari and how do you pronounce it? Tomatin, Tomat, uh, yeah, Tomatin, Tomatin. whiskey, eighteen year old,
3: Sherry Oloroso cask matured.
2: Perfect. You rejected the listener suggestion of stupid. Cartography or stupid maths suggestion, yeah, stupid idiot. That's not happening. So that won't be. Legal. Look up cow. Yeah. yeah, yeah Look yeah. at the sign. Yeah. Jukebox Choice, fourth day's play at Headingley from 2019. Your drinking time with train beers on the way to a stag do and you have barred politicians having photo ops in your
1: pub. The pub is called The Click and Collect. Fabulous. Thank you very much, Finn. It's been a thoroughly enjoyable uh, time. You may now depart here and return to the other realm.
3: Cheers, guys. I've loved it.